Welcome to episode number 236, The Mortgage Broker. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Goose, Heck, Gabe, and Bob. Mortgage Broker. In this episode, we have special guest Bob Thomas. We discuss mortgage loans, building relationships, reality TV shows, the competitiveness of the real estate industry, and we wrap the episode up with quotes from Tim Noak and Vince Lombardi Jr. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Bob, thanks for joining us, man. Anytime, guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. So for those of us who do not know who you are, what you do, let us know. My name is Bob Thomas. Um, I'm a loan officer that works for a mortgage broker. And um, I love everything in regards to real estate. Uh, I love helping individuals. Um, At the same time, I'm easygoing. Um, There's a saying that people say, if you don't get along with me, I know it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, other than that um yeah yeah, i'm easygoing love watching movies sports uh love getting haircuts from miguel (laughs) (laughs) um other than that you know just simple going person yeah Uh, i recently got married nice congratulations Uh, thank you um so you know just taking life at one step at a time Awesome, awesome. All right, so let's rewind it back a bit. How'd you get started in the real estate industry? Uh, that, were you always uh, doing the role that you're currently doing, or kind of how'd you get things rolling? No, I haven't always been doing this, and it's been quite a journey. Yeah. And with that being said, I started off working with a big bank, Wells Fargo. Okay. Um, worked there for about eight, six years. Um, realized it wasn't meant for me. Yeah. Um, my goal was the same, to help individuals. But mm-hmm. other than that, um, the way the structure was going through things and uh, management and things like that, I felt like I was just a number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where then even if I genuinely wanted to help the person, I couldn't because it was beyond my control. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't know what to do. One long day, me and my best friend for a long walk, and he's like, you know how you become bank? He's like, you need to be the bank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Easy said than done. Of course, of course. (laughs) I wish I was a bank, (laughs) but I'm not. Um, But it was that saying that clicked something in my head. Yeah. Don't know what it was. Um, Started searching on how I can specialize in something. Yeah. Um, I did do lending for banks. Um, I was a closer. I was a notary, that kind of nature. Did business loans, credit cards, all these kinds of things. So lending was easy. Yeah. In that kind of standpoint, I understood like what it took to get a loan, and but I'd never uh, specialized in something. Started doing my research. Um, I've always loved houses, loved real estate. Have friends that you know into real estate. My brother's into real estate. Nice. Um, <clears throat> and with that being said, um, 
the journey began. Um, yeah. Started asking mentors and individuals for help to guide me the right way. Um, I met the, my current partner, his name is Mark Ross, and uh, somebody introduced me to him. I just poured my heart out, <laughs> told him my vision, my goals, what mm-hmm. I want to be, what what a young person like me would, would, would want to be where he is in 20 years. Yeah. Um, he opened his arms open, um, welcomed me right in, um, and guided me the right way in regards to what I need to do, how I need to get licensed, um, <clears throat> introduced me to different lenders in America where you being this like 30 year old coming, they're not going to give you the time of the day. Yeah. Um, and, uh, started from there. Um, with that being said, last year during the pandemic, I've always wanted to, me and Mark were always wanted to work together. Yeah. Um, because, uh, the pandemic happened, I had to postpone my wedding. Wow. Which freed up a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> and I told Miguel this all the time. I was yeah. like, man, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, I was like, I just called Mark and I was like, I'm, I was working with a direct lender at that time after Wells Fargo. I went to a direct lender to work and I, I will obviously eventually explain what the differences of these lending people are okay. in regards to the mortgage business. But I was working with a direct lender. Same thing. He genuinely didn't care about the individuals or the employees and that kind of nature. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I just jumped ships, uh, just out of the blue, said, hey, I'm quitting. Um, I'm taking all my business. I know my worth. I know I have a bunch of referrals and family and a community that follows me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. therefore, I'm taking my business somewhere else. Yeah. That's somebody that would definitely give me the time of the day, yeah. somebody that would care, and this way I could show them that I care. It wasn't just saying it, yeah. and then it just happened. Um, business skyrocketed, and it was also because of the timing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, rates went down, that kind of nature. But with that being said, now we're here almost a year later um, where I'm expanding to different states, uh, vice versa, hiring people uh, because business has been great. Yeah. Um, so and this is the way that I get to pay back um, mm-hmm. from what I learned. Um, it wasn't about the money. It's never about the money. She's always passion over paychecks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way I can uh, pass that down is through knowledge that was given to me. Yeah. Um, sometimes we can't always uh, financially assist somebody, but if I can save somebody money or if I can get them to get into this house that they can't afford, maybe not now, but maybe six months down the road, help them and, and assist them in the right way, that's just a blessing for me. Yeah, so. for sure. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And, and on your IG account, you have listed, my job is lending, my business is building relationships. So explain that a little bit more outside of what you already said. <clears throat> um, yes. It's kind of, I thought it was self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the importance of it, right? Because right. Um, it's kind of what you said. You said passion over paychecks. And just to kind of emphasize that point a little bit more that, uh, you know, we have listeners who are hustlers, they're grinders, they'll sell anything to make a buck, right? Correct. Um, when in the long run, uh, there's certain businesses, or I'm sorry, there's certain relationships, I should say, um, that you can maybe tap into because of how a good steward you were with that relationship 
in the beginning. Maybe like you said, you didn't necessarily have anything much to offer in the beginning, but you're just a good guy. You're hooking them up with X, Y, and Z, and they remember that. Um, and you always remember the person who kind of opened up a little door for you, right? Even if they left it cracked open, like I know he's going to do his thing. Um, but there's a lot of people who are out there hustling and might be damaging relationships just because they're just running through stuff, right? And Correct. when we're young, we're blasted with all this energy. Uh, you know, you're going to make it to the top, you know, 15-car garage, uh, you, know, you know what I mean? All this craziness. Uh, and so just I just want to emphasize or highlight that point about building relationships and the importance of it, even just later on down the road. Correct. And it's not just building relationships with clients. It's also building relationships with other individuals in the, in the game. Yeah. Um, in real estate, there's a lot of people attached to it. Yeah. When you close one loan, you'll be surprised how many checks go out. Mm. Um, that's starting from the township, the state, the lender, uh, HOA if they have it, homeowners mm. insurance, right, an inspector, an appraiser, um, you name it, 12 people are getting a check. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Um, and these are all individuals that you need to not only have a relationship with, but work in a consistent base. Mm. Um, and... There's not just one realtor, right? There's realtors everywhere, especially like, um, like I have about a, maybe a handful of realtor friends yeah. um, that are different markets. And uh, what I do is um, a way I build relationship is, is if you go to where I like to separate myself from everyone else is like, hey, I tell them, hey, let's set up a weekly call. Uh, or, a, or, or, or a conference call, if you guys don't all want to be in together, maybe individually, um, tell me about your clients, you know, I'll give you up market updates every week, or uh, what are some questions that, or concerns you've had that your clients were telling you guys mm. these days, you know, um, where I take my time to give them that one-on-one service that um, individuals don't get these days. Everybody is hustling, correct? But yeah. nobody's paying attention to those little minor details. Um, and so with that being said, I don't I don't advertise. I just put up stuff of like my friends and family. Yeah. But other than that, um, I'm always busy in regards to like my phone's nonstop. Yeah. Um, my emails nonstop. My uh, social media private messagings are nonstop and that kind of nature. So yeah. building relationship goes a long way because what happens is Today, you might not get a deal. Today, that person might get declined. But if you help that individual get to their ultimate goal, that relationship, they'll never, like you said, they'll never forget. Yeah. And they'll always get back to you in regards to if they ever go get another deal or refer to their friends and family. And that is the biggest compliment ever mm-hmm. um, is when that individual takes their time out and talks something nice about you and they get you the other deal. Um, so that's basically what I do in regards to building relationships. That's what it means to me. Yeah. At the same time, I'm with you saying passion over paychecks. Like I said, I like to take the time to actually genuinely help the individual. Yeah. It's not about the paycheck because that'll come no matter what. Yeah. Um, um, especially what I do, and I'm, I, w- I will get into details in regards to the difference of being a broker compared to being a bank. Um, and so this way, everybody understands that. Um, there is a benefit to it. Yeah. Hence why I'm doing it. <laughs> so. Absolutely. All right. So, so now that you've alluded to it, let's jump right in. So explain a little bit of difference 
uh, between a brokerage uh, firm, um, you know, the bank, and, and, and why folks should go to maybe a mortgage broker versus trying to figure it out themselves? Okay. Um, when you go into a bank, um, and people, this is, this is weird because people always think that you always only get a mortgage through a bank, right. which yeah. is not true. Yeah. Um, there are other mortgage companies out there and lenders out there. Um, the difference between a mortgage broker and a bank is when you go into a bank, that's considered retail. You will get that bank products, and that's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. They'll run your credit. They'll give you what they have to offer. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you go to a mortgage broker, I have every bank on my payroll. Yeah. Um, I sure ninety percent of people don't care who gives them the money. Yeah. As long as yeah. they get the money. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. You yeah. know. So. Um, and I have that same bank that you walk into as a lender. So therefore, I don't do retail. It's considered wholesale. Yeah. Um, and so therefore, the rates are better. The service is better. Um, fees are less. Um, and that's the route that we go in regards to being a broker. Those Options. Are some of, yes. Mm -hmm. Options. Yes, and flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, the bank is like saying... This is you qualify for it. This is it. Take it or leave it. Right, yeah. right. Where I get to uh, go over all the different kinds of things that you can qualify. I can explain it to you, educate you, you know. Me just telling you and forcing it down your throat, you're not going to get it. Yeah. yeah. There are so many people and individuals I know, successful people, own million-dollar houses. I got this and that, but they don't, still don't know what the process is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, they're getting screwed every yeah. single day. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, no, it's 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 cool. I, I love the uh, the analogy where they think you know you go to a bank. It's you know take it or leave it. This is all we have to yeah. offer. And a lot of people, like you said, it's just an awareness, just being aware that there's other options. Aware that especially now with uh, you know rates being so low, um, and 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 just the the driver's seat that the buyer can be in. They don't realize that you know everything's up to. Let me get this loan. If I could just get it, and people get so desperate because mm -hmm. people fall in love with this one house and fall in mm -hmm. love with the idea of X, Y, and Z, um, and sometimes they take away, I guess maybe the strategy out of buying, and they just fall in love. And sometimes it leads to heartbreak. People get mm -hmm. attached to things, yeah. um, and that's not always fun. But talk about maybe one of your first deals and, and kind of like the experience and the emotion that, you know, running through, like, I can definitely make this happen. Right. Um, so now, the first deal I ever did was at the big bank. Yeah. And let me tell you, that wasn't pleasant. Wow. Um, <laughs> because the individuals, the clients will ask you 101 questions, yeah. but you don't have answers because you don't have control over the whole process. Mm -hmm. They make you think that you do. Yeah. Um, but it's just like a chain of commands, right? It's just you go to this manager, ask him this, try to push this. This closing that we promise will close in 30 days will take like 60 days to close. Because mm -hmm. the big bank, just like me as an employee, you think you're a valued customer, but you're just a number. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and so, therefore, they have a million loans sitting there. Um, with higher rates, paying all these fees, which you should think you should be preferenced or prioritized, but you're not. Yeah. Um, with that being said, it turned into a complete nightmare. Yeah. Um, the sellers <laughs> almost uh, lost their deposits. I mean, the buyers almost lost their deposits. The sellers are harassing them, harassing the bank, calling the managers. They don't care. So um, wow. it was a learning step, 
or a stone, let's just say. Yeah. Um, and it, thank God, it was somebody that I was very close to, and it was a friend of mine. Yeah. Who understood what was going on? Yeah. And the realtor was a friend of mine too, so therefore, it was okay. Yeah. You know, we we got the deal done. They didn't lose their deposit. They got the house. Um, <laughs> I know. I remember you telling me this story, dude. Yeah. yeah. And um, kinda... but you know what? That when you get a house, you should be so happy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like you yeah. accomplished something. Like yeah. like 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 yeah. you earned this. You did. Yeah. Man, they got the house. They were tired. They didn't want to do anything. They just wanted like. <laughs> I feel like they want to put it back on the market the next day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah. Exactly. I remember him telling me the story as it was happening, and yeah. they were all stressed out, which was obviously stressing him out. And then. I, Another thing, you're doing business with friends, so they have access to your phone number 24-7, so they call you 2 o'clock in the morning, like, yo, <laughs> is this going to happen tomorrow? Like, for sure. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah, like another of thing. Yeah, and this business, I don't, you know, you, you can't lie. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you can, but you can get caught lying. For yeah, sure. yeah, 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 for sure. You know, so there's, there's no point of lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, you know, and doing, like, like Miguel said, doing business with friends and family are, is tough. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, they have access to everything. For sure. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I have people co- coming to my house. I call my parents. Hey, listen, he's doing this long. Yeah, where is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's got to be stressful, right? Uh, Walk it in. It, it comes with it. Like I said, hence why I made this change. Yeah, where yeah. now I got access and control of everything. Yeah. Um, whereas, hey, listen, you know what? You want to close. Legally, you can close in a certain amount of days. Sure. Which is like ten days. Yeah, this market it's a little busy, so normally average days are like let's just say three to four weeks. Yeah. Now certain lenders are busy and that kind of nature, but I know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we can structure it accordingly. Right, yeah. right. Like okay, I don't have to go to this lender because I know that their service is bad. Mm. But there are some lenders that have good rates and great rates, and I tell them, hey, listen, you can get this great rate. But expect a really bad service. And yeah. people are okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah. um, and this way there's no surprises. Yeah, yeah, yeah for you sure. Yeah. So you tell them the truth. Um, or I'm like, hey, listen, the seller is a, you know what, uh, they want to close in a separate time. I don't want you to lose your deposit. So forget about saving $20 a month because sometimes it doesn't make that big of a difference. Right, yeah. right, right. Where people think the rate is like the biggest difference, but it's really not. Yeah. It's just... You know, you got to find a gray line in the middle sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, is it really worth the stress for 45 days? Let's just get over it in three weeks. Yeah. Okay. And then move on. Forget about the $20 a month, you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, it happens because it's not worth it to lose your deposit and that kind of nature. Yeah. Where, or stress about it for 45 days and then you make everybody else and their mom stressful. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so explain, explain a little bit about when you said... You left the big the big bank and you wanted to start uh, your own thing. What was the process like? Um, just for I guess a little bit of words of encouragement or words of wisdom of someone else who's maybe in that same boat this coming year. Sure. Um, but how in the world did you tell your now wife like you guys are about to get married? Like yeah, I quit my job. <laughs> like how does that conversation <laughs> even come up? Oh man. So I know I know my wife. I don't know how she would handle. Well, it. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. The main reason I left in the first place was because of her. Yeah. She knew I was miserable. Okay, okay, <laughs> she knew okay. that I didn't well, like good. this and I wanted yeah. to do it on my own. And so she encouraged me to do it. Yeah. Nice. Um, when you're licensed with a bank, the only difference is when you're licensed at the bank, you don't have to take this exam. Mm. You get this something, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's called an NMLS number. Okay. Um, 
you know, where, you know, if you're lending or you're talking about mortgages, home equity and that kind of nature, you need to have this license number. Gotcha. When you work for a big bank, they're like considered a, a, a big institution. So therefore, you don't individually have to go take this exam. Gotcha. Um, you just fill out forms online or whatever. You get this number yeah. and you work for the bank. Right, right. Where right. when you go and um, you work for a direct lender, a direct lender is who uses their own money. Mm-hmm. Where brokers are, uh, you don't use your own money, you just have all these other lenders. Gotcha. And you use their money um, to fund these loans. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're a direct lender or a, a broker, um, or if you are a loan officer that work for any of these, you have to go get your own licenses. Gotcha. Um, you have to get, uh, it's, uh, uh, things have changed. Yeah. Uh, to what it used to be. It used to be like if you wanted to be licensed in every state, you got to take a license in every state. Now it's just like there's just one overall uh, national exam. Yeah, and once you pass that, this pre-licensing course that you got to pay for it, you got to finish it in a timely manner, uh, learn all the rules and regulations ever since they, God knows when, uh, you know, all the 80s, 90s, yeah. um, mm-hmm. all that kind of nature where the market changed and the industry completely changed in 2009 and 10 when the market crashed, why it happened, yeah. um, and all the rules and regulations that came about that from then. Um, it changes every day. I yeah. mean, every year, I let's just say. Yeah. Um, just got to keep up with it and that kind of nature. Right. Um, and so I uh, did the pre-licensing course, got licensed, and then, uh, like I said, as soon as I got the opportunity to, to, to leave, uh, it just happened. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it, it wasn't easy trying to convince her. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm going to be broke for like two years, all right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm helping people, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Making other people happy. Yeah. yeah and um, honestly, this whole uh, journey started because of her. She knew that I didn't, uh, my wife knew that I didn't want to do it. Um, and I wasn't being true to myself. Yeah. It was just paychecks over passion at that point. For sure. Um, and then it was scary. I'm not going to lie to you. It was scary knowing that I wasn't going to get a paycheck in two weeks. Right. You know, just just, just, just picking it up, leaving, um, especially during a pandemic. Just uh, postponed a wedding like a day ago. We decided that, and uh, this, I just pulled the trigger the next day. <laughs> wow. uh, it was just, I don't know what I was thinking. I just jumped into the forest full of wolves. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, it just—it's blessed that, like you said, it just—it just worked out. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, now, now, what about uh, this this gentleman? Um, I believe you said his name is Mark. Yes, Mark. Ross. So, so can you explain a little bit about some of the guidance or or conversations you had with him uh, during that process? Is he kind of helping you along the way, or you know, pointing you in the right direction? Yeah, um, great mentor. Um, yeah. Talk to him every day. Nice. Um, our office is in Medford, New Jersey. Uh, he uh, is upset that I don't visit him every day, yeah. but uh, you know we at least have a conversation. So, um, no, I was introduced to him by a colleague. Okay. Um, and uh, he said, "Hey, listen, this this is what you want to do. If this is what you really want to do, and this is when I was working at Wells Fargo." Yeah. He's like, "I know somebody that will, uh, you know, will will guide you the right way." Um, at that time, there was a lot of individuals I reached out to and tried to seek help, but 
you know how that goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, people are like, oh, this guy, he's whatever, or he's a BSer, yeah. uh, he's, uh, or he, or they're, they're afraid that you're really gonna come for them. Yeah. But it's just like, nah, dude. I just want to know. Yeah. Uh, I just want to know uh, what it happened. And Mark took me to dinner one time, and he just said, "What do you want to know?" Um, and he saw the excitement in my face, right? Yeah. And he's like, okay, 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 slow down, dude. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm sitting here talking about my, my, my dreams and stuff. And he's like, okay, I get it. The first half an hour, he let me talk. Yeah. Um, and then he said, well, now these are the steps. Yeah. And, and, and just like any other deal, right? Like, if, you, if, if Miguel comes in, like, Bob, I got to do Like, hey, can you help me do this? I'm just so happy about the whole overall thing. Yeah. Which is like, when reality hits, I was like, all right, well, let's just start from A. Yeah, you yeah. You know, yeah. and then we'll drive ourselves all the way up to Z. Yeah. Um, and, and that was it. Uh, you know, not only how he guided me, right? So he, he, he paid for this. He paid for the course. Uh, he paid for me to go take the exam. Um, he just said, hey, none of this stuff matters. Okay, the real world there, just like any other thing, is is different. Mm. You just need to stay focused. You need to study these materials. You just need to pass this exam. Yeah. Once you're done, you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. So, and he was very patient, where a lot of people are not. Yeah. Um. Now that's where I got this from. Yeah. I got to be patient. Yeah. Now that I'm hiring people or or bringing people on board, now I'm very so patient because. That's how he showed me. That's how he handled me. Yeah. As you can see, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm passionate about it. I talk yeah. fast. And you would assume that people will understand what you're trying to say or trying to say in this <laughs> industry. But yeah. it's a complete new language sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, it was great. He just uh, led me the right way, checked up on me, made sure I was okay. Once I passed the exam, he was the one who told me to go work for a direct lender. He just said, hey, listen, get your feet wet. While you're studying for the exam, while you, you are... Uh, prepping he told me hey why don't you do it at the bank first and i said no way i'm not staying here another day i gotta leave <laughs> i'm losing my mind yeah, and he's yeah. like okay so i went on zillow i, I tried i mean uh, not zillow um zip recruiter okay um and uh i found a, a local uh direct lender to work for hmm. um which as bad as it was it, it was honest. It, it made me realize that I'm a very nice guy, and sometimes you can't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you gotta yeah, have a thick sure. skin in the, in certain industries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, or people will walk all over you. Of course. Um, so I saw that part of things. Yeah. And then when I uh, pulled the trigger finally, because I was going to move and leave that place regardless. Yeah. Um, once the wedding was done. Yeah. Uh, now that this whole thing got uh, turned around and switched up, so then it was like, damn, I'm done. And I said, hey. I'm leaving. And I said, hey, with that being said, I'm letting all my clients know I'm leaving. And they just choose to come with me. That's their choice. Yeah. I'm not going to force somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? As soon as I said I was leaving, followed. everybody followed. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. And so fast forward, all of a sudden now you're hiring people. Um, is is uh, Is... It moving faster than you thought or is it kind of like you're just going with the times kind of going with this is kind of how the industry's moving so you got to move with it correct um you know you guys know that you guys are older than me so with that being said people tell you be very careful what you wish for yeah yeah i wished for it and it happened yeah. in a second yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so i wanted this i yeah. wanted that but guess what i wasn't equipped to handle that right right mm-hmm. like yeah i can handle like 30 clients maybe in a right. month, right? right? Where 
and, and, and that doesn't always happen. It sure. just happened. It was just timing, sure. right? You know, market crashed. The rates dropped. Um, you know, people were buying. People were refinancing. People were doing, you know, renovations, you know, consolidating debt. It was just a mix of things. Yeah. So, and then I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, wow. If I'm not equipped to do this, that means I'm just like every one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to give them bad service. Right, they're just going to be just a number at the end of the day because their loan or that file is just going to sit there and it's not going to get the, my attention. Where that then you're just I'm just a bank, yeah. Mm-hmm. In well, smaller bank, but, but you understand, essence, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, we started hiring. Um, he understood that I wasn't joking, yeah. <laughs> that there was this big following community when you give that time of the day or you specialize in, in giving them that that one-on-one service that people acknowledge it yeah. i just started off by just honestly helping my cousins yeah um uh helping my realtor friends like you know they would refer these clients to be like hey you should just talk to bob and and, and see what you know how much money he can save you yeah or, or if he can give you a better rate um and People just started referring and referring, and my phone was blowing up. It got to the point where I would wake up at five o'clock in the morning and still go to sleep at like midnight, like um, only just to keep up with it. Yeah. Um, and it, when everybody, it wasn't just me, right? It was the whole market was flooded. Sure, sure. So it was hard to find people at that time yeah. to just come and work for you. Yeah. You needed somebody that was experienced in the industry, mm-hmm. or you needed to have time to train that individual. Right. Where I was in the middle of everything. So yeah, yeah. Um, now that things have a little bit slowed down, we have been hiring other people. A lot of other individuals or licensed loan officers want to come work, bring their book of business, because they see that we can. You know, I'm, I'm not wearing. We're not wearing suits every day. Yeah. We go dressed looking like this. Yeah. You know, we're talking. It's just all about communication and relationships. Yeah. Um, where they, they or make it a, a fun place to work at, where. Uh, Hey man, you can you can tell me anything you want. Yeah. And if we can't have a conversation, then you know, mm-hmm. it's absolutely, just, it's just how that works. So yeah, um, hiring loan officers, loan processors, uh, assistants. Um, some people love it, some people don't. You yeah. know, um, and uh, we just move on from that. It's interesting too um, when you when you build the team. Um, even just in whether you're in management or whatever, everyone knows that when you build a team, communication is like one of the biggest things, right? Just having that awareness that everyone's on the same page, so to speak, um, is a huge thing because if we're all going in, well, we're all trying to go in the same direction or reach a specific goal, um, it would baffle you to know that there's so many people in you know, these positions or, or who have teams that they have to put together that half the people don't even know what's going on, don't even know what the general goal is. Um, and that's because, you know, maybe their leadership team has not even explored a conversation uh, with them on just a personal level, right? And so as Bob was saying, um, you know, you created an atmosphere where you're saying, you know, you know, you, you can you can feel comfortable talking to me about anything. And once you open up those doors, not that it has to get, you, you have to turn into people's counselor by any means, but at least they're comfortable enough with that. They already know, look, I'm going to be working with a guy who's has a who created a channel that I can communicate with him on a personal level. I know he's going to have my best interest when we're doing business. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I've lost a lot of business because of that. Yeah. You know, um, 
because you're too honest. Yeah. And they don't like that. Yeah. And, and you know what the funny part about that is? I've lost business that what I told them happened, and then they came back and at least gave me the benefit of the doubt of letting me know. It's just like, hey, whatever you said exactly happened. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, I had no intention of lying to you. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, I'm okay that you didn't give me business. Yeah. But the next time, remember that. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. So, um, That's awesome. Um, all right, so explain how how you how one stays in tune with number one the market like on a daily basis. Is there websites or things that you have to visit or you have to you know stay attuned with, or is there uh, people that or books that you should be uh, reading, things like that? How, how does one stay abreast of what's going on? Um, it's a real tricky because there's not a lot of things on mortgages. Yeah, right? there's a lot of things on real estate itself. Um, following the market of course uh, the stock market does not actually have may or may not affect the mortgage rates um, the mortgage rates are basically uh, run on a 10-year yield um, where that is what it follows if the 10-year 10-year uh, yield gets hammered then the rates go up yeah if the, that goes down that means the rates are going well um, at the same time, the stock market may or may not affect it, but that also depends on the whole, let's just say, the, the uh, new government uh, coming in or, you know, certain stimulus checks and that kind of nature. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's very hard to follow unless you're completely in the industry and you have access to these rates and lenders and that kind of nature. Um, I get updated to the lenders. Yeah. Okay. Like what's going on, that kind of nature. Um, at the same time, you know what's going on when you talk to your realtors, yeah. when you talk to your clients. Um, um, when, for instance, the current market is a seller's market where everybody is outbidding for a house that may or may not be worth it. Yeah. Um, so how do you, as somebody that's, you know, prepare your clients for that, right? Yeah. So earlier you said, hey, you know, don't, don't get your feelings caught up in it don't everybody that, that calls me for a pre-approval or uh, pre-qualification when they're going to see this house okay yeah. um the first thing i tell them is mortgage is just a tool okay yeah. don't fall don't 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 get attached to the money don't uh, get attached to the house um just throw in an offer see if you like it yeah first of all offer to go see the house see if you like it of course um see if you can afford it of course um and when you go see it, don't fall in love with it, okay? Just treat it like like it's it's an asset, right? But treat treat it like it's that paper. That's yeah. it, um, you know. Um, and go from there. Yeah. Where it's hard, it's easy said than done. Of course. You know. Um, and then I get a call right away. I love this. I <laughs> for a million dollars, dude. It's not even worth a million dollars. Uh. <laughs> so it happens I mean we're really human of course uh, so I, I just got to sometimes as much as I'm excited for them yeah I gotta bring them back to reality and yeah. tell them hey listen this is these are the pros and cons if you do it so you see people people think that just because they offer the prize yeah if you throw money at anybody they'll take it mm-hmm. of course yeah you know but, but there's a con to it you know whereas if that value of the house doesn't come in that, well, you're reliable for that difference. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, where the sellers are not going to eat that up these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, you know, so my job is to 
every individual is different, meaning in regards to uh, getting their qualification-wise, and yeah. every house is a project of its own. Of course. So based on that, um, you know, they call me the mortgage doc. It's because I just dissect the numbers. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't tell them like, hey, this is what you need to do. I'm like, hey, this is your options, A, B, and C. And, uh, I th- and I tell them, hey, this is what I think is the best. Yeah. Um, and based on your goals, you know, usually that's my first thing I ask them. What's your goals? Yeah. Like, like you want to buy this house. It, it might be your first time buying a house. Second time buying a house. It might be an investment property. Yeah. What's your goals? Like, yeah. what's your goals now? What's your goals later with this property, right? Yeah. It's okay if you don't have it. Yeah. We, we don't sometimes know what we're going to, how it's going to turn out to be. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, what's your goal now? Or what, what do you have in mind for it, right? And based on that, I structure those deals accordingly, specifically for those individuals. So explain a little bit about, uh, in your opinion, the importance of maybe pre-qualification, pre-approval, and, and, and that. Just your spin on it and your take on it. Um, Do you tell all your clients to get pre-approved first or get pre-qualified? Yes, okay. of course. Um, you want to know if you can afford it first or how much you can get afford, you know, how much you can afford. Um, at the same time, and if you don't, that's okay. Um, the bank will tell you you're denied and leave you hanging. Yeah. I promise I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, yes, you got denied. And yeah. why you got denied and what right. you need to do to get yourself there. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing. Somebody will tell me their go. I'll run the numbers and uh, fine, they're denied. Right? I am just be like, hey, Jimmy, you're denied, dude. You suck. Like, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. You know, or, or make them feel worse than they, they need to. <laughs> right. Um, I'll be like, hey, Jimmy. Yes, you're denied. And that's okay. Yeah. You're not the first. You're not the last. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what you need to do in the six months. You know, this is what I see is wrong. And if you, or hey, if you don't have any money or enough money to qualify for that home that you currently want, well, t- tell me about your goals. Are you okay? This is how much you're making. You know, I- I'm not a financial advisor. Sure. But I would get out of my way just to help them save money. Um, vice versa, if their credit and stuff looks bad, that's something I can help them in. Um, uh, and I'll tell them, hey, listen, pay this off. Or, hey, you know what, in six months, if you do this, this is where you'll be. And I'll constantly follow up with them. I'll, I'll, I'll drop a call. I'll, I'll text somebody. I'll email them. It's like, hey, listen, how's this going? Okay, we're still going to get you that spot in six months, right? And then yeah. at the same time, they are, you know, if somebody has a goal and, and it just got crushed, I don't want them to stop. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I want them to work on it because at one point, like, they wanted that, right? And, and would the goal change? Yeah. Sometimes they'll be like, "Well, Bob, you know what? You said two hundred. I want to go three hundred. I'm like, "All right, well, you're you're, you're pushing it." Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, another two months is fine. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And um, I just don't like leaving people hanging because um, honestly, I was taught at a at a very young age like wealth is not uh, is not the money. It's good to say that you're wealthy or you're rich, but how I started off this uh, this podcast was, uh, you know, I, li- I like to share wealth, meaning yeah. the knowledge. Yeah, of course. Um, somebody actually randomly that doesn't even know me took their time of the day to bring me into this game, to make me understand it, paid for it, yeah, um, so that I can be where I'm at now. Yeah, mm. um, they didn't have to do that. Yeah, you know, he could have just like everybody else. He could have just been like, ah, oh, he's a little kid, or hey. He's going to come for my job or, hey, he's going to, you know, um, where this 
Mark wasn't like that. Yeah. You know, completely uh, left the door open, uh, welcomed me, and, and even if and even suggested that I go work for somebody else to learn how brutal that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when I was ready, he just said, "This is the perfect time. I need you. Let's do this." Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, man. And, and just to go, to go back on the you know the pre-approval process and all that other jazz. You're setting your clients up for success, you know, even though how, you know, sometimes, like you're saying, maybe you need to wait another six more months, get X, Y, and Z situated, uh, maybe just not yet. And people get anxious. People get excited. You know, they, you know, people suffer from, uh, what is that? The fear of missing out. You know, they think, oh, it's a big boom. Oh, my gosh, I don't want to miss out on this. And maybe it's for a reason why you're not just yet there, right? Um, And it's important to have someone like Bob on your side. Um, and, and I know me and my wife are purchasing our home. The we we saw the house is what we wanted, and I remember looking at her and we were approved for it. And I was like, I'm just not. I don't think I'm not comfortable with that price. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like, All right. And she like, I was shocked. She just said, Oh, well, it is what it is. I'm like, But man, if that price does drop, we're gonna keep our eye out. And we're getting married that year. Same same kind of thing. I'm like, We got other things to you know, bigger fish to fry right now. Um, and a month later. It, and it was under contract anyway, and whatever. A month later, it goes back on the market because the person, whoever put the offer in, didn't get approved for the loan. Now you have a desperate seller who's like, forget it, I'm dropping the price. I gotta go, this person had to move to Boston. They already had a job. They just wanna get rid of it. Boom, we were already ready to rock and roll, took advantage of the situation, and we still live in the house now. Um, but there, that's the importance of it because I, I hopefully. You know, things happen for a reason, but hopefully they didn't get too crushed and they can move on and bought another. But that happens. You get attached to these things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those hard conversations coming from you, you're only setting them up for success. It's not that you don't want the, you don't want their dreams to come true, right? Right. Some people get offended and they're like, oh man, he doesn't want the best for me. If anything, that's the complete opposite. That's exactly what he wants Mm -hmm. for you. Uh, And you want to win-win across the board. Yes. Um, Uh, um, Always, you know, um, I don't... Sometimes you got to manage emotions too. You know, it's not just expectations of the clients. Um, this 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 market is is perfect for it because yeah. everybody wants the house. Yeah. Um. And and they get frustrated, right? You you go and see like ten houses, um. And then you make offers, but you're getting like going into bidding wars and things of that nature. Um. And and I have seen somebody like throw some ridiculous money and still get the offer not declined. Wow. Um. <laughs> Where I've seen somebody that just went at the bare minimum uh, with a positive attitude, saying like, you know what, this is the most I'm going to do it, and if any a dime more than that, I don't care. I'm walking away, and yeah. that's gotten accepted. Wow. <laughs> so it's very unpredictable. Yeah. Um, it's also uh, kind of messed up from the seller's side, but uh, this yeah. is my my point of view. Yeah. Um, where they think that uh, a certain loan or a certain thing like so. I'll give you an example. I'm, I'm not going to go into details in that sure. kind of nature where maybe we can set up another time to go get into loans and details <laughs> like that. Um, somebody's buying a house for like 5% down, okay? And uh, the seller's agent calls me and was like, hey, why is this person buying with 5% down? Because they have the theory where they tell their clients, the sellers, that, oh, only if you put 20% down, that, 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 that you know, these, these guys are reliable buyers which right. is not true right i told them i and, and this is the seller's agent and i'll tell you how the we'll go back to how i built this relationship yeah so i told the seller's agent um hey 
no, no disrespect. I'm sorry if I come off the wrong way, but I got to be honest to you. These clients got so much money that they can buy this house like three times in cash. Yeah. Um, they're only putting 5% down, number one. It's because they qualify for it. Yeah. Because it's a significantly large amount of, you know, because she was so surprised, you know, like it's in the suburbs, yeah. high payments and, 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 you know, taxes and that kind of nature. Yeah. Um, and number two is lending is at an all-time low. Yeah. Money's cheap now. Yeah. So, therefore, they're not going to use you. You can ask a billionaire right now. Exactly. If they can afford a million dollars in a loan, they would take that than using their own cash. Mm-hmm. So, the perception is a little different. And the seller's agent was like, wow, I need somebody like you on my team. Hmm. Is it okay if I start referring clients to you? And <laughs> wow. I was like, hey, wow. say no more. Wow. You know, That's because awesome. um, the perception was different. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, they put 5%. So, that means they can't afford the house or like, hey, it was like, they have to put 20% or like, you know, it was just that one conversation that just, like I said, build a relationship. Um, Because nobody ever, and this was an older woman that's been in the game for like 30 years um, and that never had a mortgage individual on her team. Um, Nobody took the time, that one minute conversation to tell her that dude that's all relevant yeah you know um you can send anybody to me and i'll explain to them what they do is completely their decision yeah but they don't have to put that 20 percent down right right so um and it just went off from there wow Hmm. that's amazing um yeah i mean and and that was it maybe in the 80s or or, you know the 90s and stuff like that but as you said times are changing uh, or have changed uh so it's interesting um so what's your take on switching gears a little bit uh, for, for what we see on TV and what the audience gets to see on TV from the buying and selling experience and flipping this and flipping that? Um, what, what, what is your take on all of it? Is, it, is, there, there's, is there a hint of truth? Is it just kind of fluff for entertainment value? It looks good on TV. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Reality is a little different. Of sure. course. Yes. Um, even on social media, right? When, when, when a deal closed, you see everybody popping champagne and mm-hmm. happy because that's... But there's a lot of work that goes into it. Yeah, um, for sure. And same thing, you know, each individual is, is a project of its own. Each property is a project of its own. With that being said, yes, there is truth to it. Yeah. Um, and it's okay f- if there are individuals that don't know about it, right? Like, it's okay because... the. There are so many guidelines and so many ways to go into a property. Yeah. You know, it's not like this is the only way you can do it, you know, where there are 101, let's just say, scenarios sure. or opportunities to do that. Um, TV shows are great. Um, I don't think they always tell the whole truth. Yeah. They like to make it easy. And sometimes it's hard to do everything or show everything. Um, but, yeah, no, you just have to take it as it comes. Yeah, I, th- I love the um, the ones where it's like, what option do you want? Do you want house one, two, or three? I want yeah. three. Okay, great. And all of a sudden, they're already like ripping the floors off. I'm like, wow. Oh. Mean, probably yeah. the well, obviously the biggest part of that entire project was even getting possession of this house, right? Right. Uh, not just yanking off the rugs from you know beautiful floors underneath. Yeah. It. They, yeah no, I definitely feel you on that one. Um, and they don't talk about the expenses or, you know, all that yeah. stuff is cut out, which yeah. you got to kind of budget, you know. So what what's next for you, right? What's your goal uh, for the rest of 2021? What are you focused on? What are you looking forward to? Um, that kind of thing. Um, like I said before, unfortunately, I got married 
Uh, so uh, my wife and I, uh, we, uh, we, so I can only speak from experience. Sure. So you know how you said that, uh, well, number one, I am closing on an investment property with one of my realtors tomorrow morning. Nice, congrats. Uh, multi-unit in Upper Darby. Um, Very cool. So that's, uh, I wanted to get something under our portfolio to get income. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, uh, once the wedding and everything was done, I, I, uh, we, we, our families were generous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where we got some gifts and, and uh, we didn't want to spend it on uh things that weren't going to give us any returns. Mm. Nice. Um, and uh, we split it up in two ways. And it's just so weird how it played out. Um, one of my realtor buddies said, hey, you know, he was looking for a multi-unit. Um, and it wasn't anything crazy. It was something that was very affordable and he could have done it on his own. Yeah. He just needed that push. Yeah. So I said, hey, listen, I'll go halves with you on that. Yeah. Okay? And yeah. he's like, what do I need to do? And I just said, well... Consider yourself, you got a discount on the mortgage side of things. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, and uh, he's like, well, consider that I'm not taking my commission from here. Okay. Nice. So I was like, all right, well, that's great. So now let's get to the bottom of this. Um, he said that uh, he did me a, a, a solid. Yeah. He said he'll do the, put the mortgage in his name yeah. where I owe him a favor later on. I said, all right, that's fine. That's, that's fair. So... Um, we went and saw um, a few properties, and the numbers were the same, okay? So there was these run-down houses, two units, um, and uh, the numbers were the same. The income was the same, but then we ran into this house that the sellers bought from foreclosure in 2019. They completely renovated the place, uh, and there's two teenagers that live there. Yeah. And the teenagers were construction workers uh, nephews of the seller. Um, the only reason we even got this deal, to be honest with you, is because we bought it as an investment property. Gotcha. Like, you know, it wasn't our, our primary property. Yeah. And the one thing they said was like, I'm glad you guys are buying this property because I don't want to kick these kids out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we went and saw them, they were like, hey, listen, if you were the one buying it, can we stay for like another two years? Yeah. And I was like, done. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You don't have nothing to worry about. Yeah. And if there was any issues with the property... Well, that's their job. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we got that's lucky with awesome. that. Um, two weeks later, my wife and I, my, it's kind of weird. It was her birthday two weeks ago. And we went away for a weekend. And um, at nighttime, I was, I was laying in bed. And we went to Baltimore. There's yeah. nothing else to do around here. We couldn't. My wife's a nurse, so she couldn't uh, go anywhere far. Sure. Um, so therefore, uh, I was laying in bed um, at the hotel. And this one property came back on the market, like you said. Wow. Um, it was off the market for three months. And mm. it came back to the market with the same asking price that it went off in November, which was a little weird. Yeah. So I told my realtor, hey, I have to go see this property. Like, let's go. And then I told her, hey, can we leave today? And yeah. <laughs> like right now? And she was like, you can wait 12 hours. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, we've we got to go now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, no, just go to sleep. Clearly, I didn't sleep all night. Yeah. Um, got up in the morning. My back was ready to go. I got her coffee, and it said, take a shower. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drove an hour and a half from Baltimore to Jersey. Yeah. And 
I already knew we were going to make an offer for this house. I just don't know how it was going to play out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's funny that I, I, I give this advice to everybody. But when you go through it yourself, yeah. man, I felt like the littlest kid in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. <laughs> I'm sitting here cheesing, yeah. happy, calling it my baby. Yeah. I, want, <laughs> I want this. Yeah. Um, you know, and she's like, this is so funny, man. I, and she was the one who told me. was like, I, I saw what you told everybody else. Why are you acting like them? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was yeah. like, Dude, are you serious? You see this place? It's beautiful, right? <laughs> All right. So we got back in the car. Told the relative to make the offer and, and whatever, right? Bare minimum, okay? Um, you know, I said, hey, listen, we're going to put bare minimum down. We want to get it. This is the max that we were going to even offer for this place. We don't want to go into a bidding war, um, you know. And I was open to the, the realtor that so they know he knows. He's not getting his expectations because, you know, he's putting time, his, his, his effort, you know, filling out these paperwork are no joke. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and at the same time communicating it to the listing agent. Yeah. They accept the offer. Wow. Uh, so we wound up getting two properties in about two weeks. Wow. That, wow. that, that we're going to be settling in the next two weeks. Nice. Wow. Damn. Good for you. That's awesome. And so we took our wedding funds and did it that way. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So. Big thing here, big message there too is you walk the walk, right? right. So a lot of people just talk and tell people do X, Y, and Z, which is it's funny because you know you do get the the, the excitement like a little kid because yeah. you're, you're pumped up. Well, first of all, you know you're you're aware of the business, you're aware of the industry, you're aware, so you know on both ends you were truly getting a good deal. So you knew it was going to work out if everything went through. You're like this is a win win for everybody. Correct. Um, so it is exciting. That's awesome. So good for you. Thank you. Um, Heck yeah, and and that's what I like. So when we have our guest on here, uh, it's kind of like what we always talk about. This is the real deal, right? Mm. Um, you know, we get folks who give you know you know great advice and all that other stuff, but they don't necessarily do what they say, right, or do what they preach. Um, so it's good that we have that. Um, so do you have any parting words or anything you like to say to anyone listening? Um, and if not, uh, you know how how people can reach out to you and connect with you. Um. To be honest with you, I uh, yes, anybody can reach out to me. Uh, I can, uh, you know, my phone number is two one five five three one three two four six. You can call me. That's my cell phone number at any time. Of course, <laughs> they'll call me at uh, inappropriate times. Reasonable, <laughs> reasonable hours. Yeah, first. yeah, business only. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, my email address is uh, b thomas at savings with an s mortgage dot com. And, um, you know, my, uh, I'm not on Facebook. I, I will get there. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, and uh, it is, uh, my name is Bob Thomas. And my uh, ID is the mortgage doc 215. So. Awesome. All right. So there you have it. We like to wrap things up with quotes. And the first one is by Tim Noke. Hard work beats talent if talent doesn't work hard. And the second one by Vince Lombardi Jr. The dictionary is the only place that success comes before work. The Mortgage Broker. In this episode, we have special guest Bob Thomas. We discuss mortgage loans, building relationships, reality TV shows, and the competitiveness of real estate. We wrap the episode up with quotes by Tim Noak and Vince Lombardi Jr. Awesome. 
Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.